Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Yeah, like I, didn't, I had no other way to... I didn't know other way to deal with a cat whose claws are currently in my back. So what I did is I just slowly <laughs> turned around, tried uh-huh. to ignore the pain, walked toward a, a higher a, a bed in Carter's room where I knew the cat was comfortable, and just got close to it and sort of just leaned toward the bed and going like, "Okay, you can you can get off now. You can just like get off." And it still just hung on for a while. And oh God! Yeah, it was it was bad. News, yeah, man. not not the yeah. funnest experience I've had with a cat. Uh, in 2023, but uh, no, gosh, at least it'll be the last experience you have with the cat in 2023. That's true. Well, let's hope so. She's got you know how many hours now? Uh, <laughs> she still could squeeze something in, uh, uh, or he. Or I keep saying he. she to he. Yeah, all my cats are she's. Salem was upstairs. Uh, so prior to coming down here, we were watching. I've got that bird feeder that uh, with the built-in video camera that Nicole and Mark had and like oh my god i need one of those the, oh the right buddy right right and uh but the squirrels have been obnoxious with it they get up there and they just knock um bird seed out of that thing like crazy so um so i tried spikes i tried um uh, relocating the squirrels catching them in the humane carrier and relocating them and finally now i'm just to the point where it's like fine i give up it's yeah. the raccoons that have bothered me more because they pull the whole thing down and destroy it Oh, have they done that? They've yanked the yeah, whole thing? Yeah, they pulled it down, and, and it's part of the roof is broken because oh, they oh. do that. The roof? Oh, the roof is um, on fire. Wow. Oh, we're on the stream now. Stream's oh, did, did they tra- – are we so, on? Okay. On. So I'll just finish this finish this story. Yeah. So I says to the guy – no, uh, so the uh, – uh, so I uh, got a little baffle to put around above the bird – bird feeder squirrels don't get to it i mean squirrels can still get to it and they they try but it keeps the raccoons out Uh and uh (laughs) but we watched one of the squirrels jump onto it onto try to get to the bird feeder miss hit the side of the baffle and and like ricochet off of that thing oh my gosh so i had to show my parents uh mark rober and his amazing uh squirrel obstacle course video and uh that's insane such a fantastic video um yeah, we can all agree that raccoons are kind of dicks, right? They're kind of yeah. Dicks. Raccoons are little trash pandas. They're dicks. Yeah, One, rockets fine, but the rest of them uh, can can go. Yeah, they're out of here. Forget it. Yeah, that's right. Uh, all right. Well, it's good to be here. I guess we got everybody in there. We're gonna do like a little bit of a formal start with some music uh, or just yeah, we intro should do music. That. We should totally do that. Nothing yeah. crazy because uh, this is obviously a little different than our usual show. But we're glad to be here. Big thanks to the Diamond Group for allowing us to be a part of their. <laughs> 
their event again this year. And before we start things off proper, a reminder that if you head on over to dcstreamathon.org slash donate, you too can contribute to a wonderful cause, the Extra Life Child uh, Network, which is amazing and uh, does incredible stuff for kids every year. And uh, once again, these guys are raising good money for uh, for the kids. Children's Miracle Network Hospitals is who you're giving it to. So go check it out again. Cool. That is uh, the website, dcstreamathon.org slash donate. Uh, I will now start the show. Here we go. In three, two, one. The morning stream. This little piggy's going to market. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special little one-off New Year's Eve version of TMS. As you can tell, it's a little bit different. We don't have a bunch of intros or crazy sound effects or anything. It's just me, Scott Johnson, and him, Brian Ibbett, hanging out. Hello. Hello. Happy New Year's Eve to you guys listening live, and happy New Year's Day to those of you who are catching this on the stream the day after. That's right. New Year's we, Day. Our Australian people are already over there doing it. Oh, that's true. Yes. I think. Hello, Australians. Hello, Lucky Phil. Yeah, I don't luck- know if you're listening, Lucky Phil. But uh, <laughs> that's not a midnight. This is a midnight. <laughs> yeah, mi- it's not a ball drop. I'm lucky, Phil. If you're listening, you should be because it just dropped. I don't know, an hour ago or something, yeah, something like I think that. So. Who who is our big who's our, our, our ball drop will kill you. What's uh, <laughs> what the world's most deadliest ball? What is our what is our uh, what country flips we, over when we we do have it? Uh, Bangladesh regions regions of Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan. Bhutanese New Year. Oh, no way. That's yep, perfect. Uh, British Indian Ocean Territory, Omsk and Russia, and the small region of Antarctica. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, stay warm. Uh, Bhutanese, get your passport. And uh, for right. everybody else, Kazakhstan. Bhutanese, that's like, that's like my, my wife. Bhutanese passport. <laughs> nice. See, I told yes. you guys no soundboard today, but Brian's got one yeah, right in his heart. Got, I just have echo. That's all I've got. That's yeah. the limit of my... That's right. Yeah. The Brian Echo. <laughs> More reliable than my Amazon Echo, I can tell you that. <laughs> anyway, we hope you're all doing well uh, and had a good holiday, good Christmas. TMS has kind of been off the air for uh, four days or so uh, as we decided to take a little bit of a break ourselves. We're back at it on Tuesday, but all of you are going to get this little extra episode, and that includes mm-hmm. patrons and regular people alike, because we think everybody should take part in children's charity streamathons. For real. That's right. That's and look, here's the deal. Even if you're not here for the live stream today, uh, my understanding is that you can go to that link anytime and right. get Donations in there and do it whenever. It's going to be available for, for a while after the uh, DC Streamathon. So. That's right. So dcstreamathon.org slash donate is where you want to go. Understand. It's Diamond Group. So why is it DC Streamathon? I know. Isn't that weird? Uh, it's weird. I, don't know. I always thought it was Group. Um, That's maybe right. Something changed, I but I know at least I know their their uh, symbol, right? The 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 diamond group symbol. Yeah, it's the, the cross, two crossed it's fingers, the crossed uh-huh. fingers like this. Yeah, or uh-huh. maybe it's maybe it's like this. No, it's Is two. It, it's your two middle fingers crossed. That's how we do that. Great, we'd flip the bird on the charity screen. All right, <laughs> excellent for the kids. We did yeah. it for the kids. For the kids. For the kids. That's right. Uh, but anyway, we're glad to be doing it. Glad they invited us and uh, glad to be back on the air. It feels like, I, I mean, Brian and I have done other stuff <laughs> yeah. in between all of these things, but it still feels weird not having TMS for four days. It's freaking. Yeah, if you have not listened to the Coverville 
final countdown. Final countdown stream, the top 20 cover songs of 2023. I strongly urge you to do so. Uh, amazing stuff in there. Juliana Hatfield, T-Pain. T-Pain that War dude. Pigs cover by T-Pain. Come on. Crazy. All we do is think of T-Pain is like the, the what is it? The, I'm um, on a boat. I'm wearing a flippy flop. Well, that, but also the weird, the, the reverb thing. The, the auto-tune. Yeah, the auto-tune. auto-tune. We yeah. have made a yeah. mistake with that. We have, ru- we have, we yeah. have missed... We have missed one of the f- f- most belted out singers I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. The, the organ the organ work in that song. It sounds like I'm saying something dirty, but I'm not. But the organ work in that <laughs> that cover of War Pigs just freaking brilliant. It's so, so good. So why so yeah. why was 2023 such a good cover year in your estimation what happened there? i don't know i mean i don't think it's any better than any other year but it's just that last the you know the last 20 because i work really hard to to first listen to all you know 385 this year is 385 covers i had to choose from for the for the top 40 and i'm sure there were more that i didn't even know about right and so i'm like grouping them into groups of 10 or like into buckets of 10 like all right these are the ones i think are going to be in the top 10 these are the ones i think are going to be 10 to 20 etc right and then from there and it's like i end up with like 30 in the top 10 or 30 and you know and so i then have to say okay of those top 10 which ones do i move down in the top 20 which ones of those do i move down and um just the the stuff this year as with every year that that best of the best of the best is uh uh, just so much fun to listen to. Any of those uh, Dolly Parton songs make it in there to the top? Uh, Number 40 was her cover of <laughs> Wrecking Ball with uh, her goddaughter, Miley. Okay. I, it's hard to... That's such a hard album to love. I, I love Dolly and I love... You know, her her cover of Shine by Collective Soul is fantastic. Um, Knocking on Heaven's Door. She's done some great covers over the years. But the, the stuff on her Rockstar album, it's the whole whispery... Yeah thing that she did <laughs> that weird whispered ender at the end where it's like yeah uh, almost every song has it yeah i don't we like it champions not a fan <laughs> no just you doing it now so is, is freaking annoying like i why yeah, did she yeah. did no one is everyone afraid to say something to dolly because she is you know lord of all she yeah. surveys did yeah. any producers just have the thought to go you know maybe just one or two but, of those this time, maybe not the whole but album. If you're a, but if you're a fan of Dolly Parton's, like I'm a fan of Dolly Parton's covers. The rest of her music is okay. I love Code of Many Colors and Jolene and and sure. the original of I Will Always Love You and all those things. Love those. But the you know the rest of her her country stuff is a little too a little too pulled myself up from my bootstraps uh, <laughs> storyline over and over and over again sure. for me. I sure. don't need I don't need to know all that stuff. Sure. I know you get a hard candy Christmas, but you know we don't need to keep hearing about it. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, that kind of stuff I won't typically listen to, and it's the people who really love that kind of stuff who will love the album Rockstar because it's it is the the Dolly that you get in all of her originals, just done with covers and her her acting acting out some of the lyrics and and that sort of thing well she was working nine to five to make a living <laughs> or whatever that's right exactly yes. well that's cool go make sure you check that out you guys it's all up there yeah. and uh do you feel relieved now that you're you know you, you got the work done you're 
Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, the end, the last several episodes of the year are always really tough. It really, or a lot of work. Like the Be- all Beatles episode for Thanksgiving, Christmas episode. I got to come up with something unique for every Christmas episode. I try to instead of just being here's another cover of Jingle Bells. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so it's you know the last five episodes of the year are always a mix of that kind of stuff. So now I'm on the other side and I can go back to saying, all right, here's another collection of Millie Vanilli covers coming at you. That's right. You get uh, back on the regular treadmill, get off the Dolly treadmill or the, uh, sorry, the cover, the uh, end of your treadmill. Countdown uh, treadmill. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, But easier now that you don't have that 24 hour freaking uh, thing. Oh gosh. Yeah. The cover thon. That was a lot. That was hard. That was a lot. And that wipe, uh, that's a young man's game, a 24 hour podcast stream. And I'm no longer a young man. Even these guys, uh, in the diamond group, (laughs) um, they're, they're running this thing for 24 hours. And that's even if, if it's not them on air all the time, it's a ton of work, man. It's a ton of work. And the stuff that goes into this, they get, they start this thing early with the, uh, uh, all the work that they do and prepping for this and yeah. yeah. So big, big props. Yeah. Big props to those guys. Let's all do the symbol. Once again, here's the, here's the symbol. <laughs> it's the sword. It's the crossed middle fingers. That's what it is. Yeah. Cross yeah. your middle fingers and hope for the best. Uh, all right. I'm we're going to so not getting a Christmas card from jury. It's <laughs> so. all right. I didn't get one either. So don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, let us do this. Let us dive right into some fun wrap up stuff. So the one thing we do yeah. a lot during the show, during TMS, and for those who've never heard the morning stream before, you're missing out. It's the best morning show mm-hmm. on the internet. You should be listening every day. It sounds a lot like this. It's a lot like this. We have a lot of yeah. guests and segments and, yes. you know, we do news. We do all kinds of stuff. Today, we're going to be a little bit different though, because during the year, there's a lot of like us showing up to the show and going, Hey, Brian, I watched this last night. It was awesome. You should mm-hmm. check it out. Or later he'll say, ooh, you heard this new album, blah, blah, blah. And we just kind of brush over those things throughout the year. And we never really get a chance to sum it all up. So yeah. that's kind of what we're doing today. And we're doing it in the four categories that he and I, I believe anyway, uh, love the most. These are these are four categories of, of life for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are, yes, exactly. Right? So I'm going to start with yeah. a little intro here. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> that's right. We said it. Yeah, that's right. You heard it. That was some from Ge- some Genesis game I found randomly. Anyway, yeah, uh, we're gonna we're gonna sum up our favorite uh, television shows of the year, movies, music, and games, and we're gonna do our top three each, mm-hmm. and uh, see if any of this jives with what you guys liked. Okay, because these are all the things you know we like to spend our leisure time with, and uh, we're gonna start with uh, my picks for television. Okay. My top three go like this. Number one, Last of Us. I thought it was amazing. And yeah. it was proof, yeah. finally, finally, like I think definitive proof mm-hmm. that you could take a video game and make a really good quality adaptation of it outside of the game media or out of the, out of the medium of video games. And yes. they did that so, so deftly and so well that uh, I am still to this day impressed. Now, some would say, well, that's easier because that game was basically uh, a huge story that was that was already kind of like a great example of a game that felt like a movie or a TV show. Like it yeah. was so well made that way. There was so much story and character that really you're not having to worry about translating things like in a Mario movie or something where it's more about simple mechanics. Uh, mm-hmm. Although they proved they could do that this year as well. But uh, but the old Mario movie is a better example. When you try to make a live action thing, you're usually playing with fire and they don't often work. In fact, most of the time they suck. Mm-hmm. This is a time where they finally figured out 
Sometimes you just got to tell the story that's in the game and do it with really good acting and production value. And also, it's okay to change up some story, to expand on some story. It gave me some of the most interesting and chilling moments that I've had in television in a long time. Yeah. Loved, loved The Last of Us. So Fantastic. good. And and kind of the thing that, that emphasizes the how well it works is that if you played the game, you loved the show. And if you didn't play the game, Tina and I, I, I got in, I probably did um, two hours into the last of us and enjoyed the game, but never got a chance to finish it. Something else shiny caught my eye or whatever. Yeah. And people who played the game a little people who played the game all the way through and people who've never played the game at all, all loved it equally. So mm-hmm. that's, that's a great sign that what you've done is, uh, uh, is not just catering to the fans. Yeah, exactly. There was no, it wasn't fan service. This show, it was, yeah just service <laughs> it was yeah, just right. good yeah exactly and i yeah. can't wait for whatever they follow up with i thought it was amazing so that was number one for me sure. number two for me kunk on earth <laughs> now that's awkward that, british comedy exactly you may say to yourself well wait that was a while ago and it's kind of just this awkward thing she already did a million of these over in britain so it wasn't like it was new necessarily but for me it was the first time i'd seen a full version of what this is that she does yeah, and it's on Netflix. If you haven't seen Kunk on Earth, you should take your time to watch it. What I loved about it is in a world, or a, let's say a year full of ridiculous hyperbolic nonsense, especially on the internet, from everybody and everyone. This was so refreshing because it was like mm-hmm. she's talking to real people at real museums, real scientists, real historians, whatever, and she's presenting herself like she's the biggest idiot in the world about the questions yes. she's asking. But it has this way of making you think more about what she's saying. Like it had a way of educating you about the things she's so dumb about. Yes. Despite right. how dumb she's approaching it. In right? spite of herself. Yes, exactly. It's really yeah. brilliant the way they do it. And and again, I know the Brits and others have already had their dose of this and they knew that it was already yeah. good. And I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm a Johnny come lately, but I'm really and glad. Diane- yeah, and Diane Morgan is just so good at that that kind of inept confidence. It's the it's the person who's ignorant but very confident about it, which makes it fantastic. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and the she, way the way she says things makes you go, "Oh yeah, that's why we do that. That's why we're so stupid about this." Like she yeah. she has a way of cracking open these eggs that I've not uh, experienced before, and there is something about that deadpan British. Yeah, approach delivery. that just really works. Yeah. She's great. Uh, if you if you haven't seen her in Afterlife, the Ricky Gervais show, the the comedy about a widower yeah. <laughs> played by Ricky Gervais. Yeah. But she's excellent. She works at the uh, this newspaper that uh, this really tiny town newspaper that she works at with Ricky Gervais, and she's she's hilarious in that as well. That is like a a top tier ensemble comedy. Yeah, it's very uh, good. And she's very good in it, like you said. She, I hope they're doing more of the of the Netflix US stuff. Yeah, uh, so too. if they're not, mm-hmm. it's fine. I can go get it all on BritBox, but it's worth watching if you haven't. That's Kunk on Earth. Fantastic. Maybe what, like six, seven episodes, eight episodes, something like that. I think so. I think eight. Yeah. Yeah, it's short. Uh, so easy, easy to consume and get in there. And then finally, a drama. Well, I guess I did a drama already, but let's go to yeah. another drama. I absolutely loved the Silo adaptation from Hugh Howey's very popular novels uh, called the Silo uh, series. 
And uh, Silo, I thought Silo was amazing. It was one of my favorite shows and had an incredible cast. Everybody in it's amazing. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson can do zero wrong in my life. Nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, if she's not the uh, the queen mother Atreides in uh, Dune, <laughs> then she's over here doing this business. And yeah. um, she was she was incredible. Actually, everybody, small parts, bit parts, uh, little stuff, people you didn't oh, expect to be in there. Yeah, Tim Robbins was great. Holy crap. Yeah. Uh, who was the one who was there? Oh, um, oh, crap. I should have it in front of me, but it's the dude from everything. <laughs> He's the bad guy in The Postman, and, I, and he was in Armageddon. What's oh, wrong with I thought me? you could say Giancarlo Esposito, but not him. Not uh, the other guy who's in everything. Let's see if I can find it. Yeah, Giancarlo Esposito now has the new title of I'm in everything. That's his job. Yeah. Uh, here it is. It is. Uh, uh, oh, David Oyelowo? No. Uh, Will Patton. Will Patton. Will Patton. Yeah. It's not yeah, yeah. not okay. to spoil anything, but it's not a permanent role for him. <laughs> right. Uh, right. But while he's there, just eats up the screen. Um, I really like Common in this. Yes. Uh, yeah. Everybody's great. It's such a great show. And if you like science yeah. fiction and you like dystopic future stuff, uh, do yourselves two favors. One, watch the show. And it doesn't matter the order. I really believe this. You can watch the show now and read the books later or read the mm. books now and watch the show later. I don't actually think it matters. The books are way more in depth, but right. you're going to be very entertained one way or the other. And I'm guessing like uh, like Red Fraggle did, Amy did in our uh, group here, she watched the the first season and then said i need i need more and went got got the books and started pouring through those yeah and it was so. it was actually pretty fun to to talk back and forth with her uh as this was going on because she was reading that stuff the exact same time i was yeah and so it was really fun read together just can't recommend it enough um if you don't like you know science fiction what if sort of dystopic futury stuff then maybe maybe not but for me it was mm-hmm. it was a it was a clear winner for me this year brian let's yeah. jump over to you what did you like this year sure. on television uh we'll start with uh with my comedy uh which was a show called shrinking this was on apple tv plus this is uh um your jason siegel um therapist who um uh, works with uh uh, Jessica Williams and Harrison Ford. Yeah, a little guy named Harrison Ford. Mm. Um, one of the fun, I mean, the funniest thing I've ever seen Harrison Ford do. <laughs> Not like he does a lot of comedies, but um, uh, oh, it's Amy corrected me. She read the books while the shows were going on. Oh, she gotcha. Get enough of it. All right. Um, but yeah, no, it, this is this is your uplifting comedy. Again, I hate to go on a theme here about a widower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, another widower. Uh, but uh, this thing, this thing is one that just makes you feel really good after you watch it. It, um, it's uh, um, about a therapist who loses his wife and kind of needs therapy himself, but kind of takes a different approach to his therapy by by telling his patients what he really thinks, and that has uh, interesting results. But the it's the backup cast, uh, Krista Miller. Who is um, his neighbor uh, from Drew Carey's show? Mm. She's great. Mm. Ted McGinley is her husband, and he's fantastically apathetic to just about everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Heidi Gardner is one of his patients. Heidi Gardner from uh, SNL, playing a really uh, obnoxious uh, narcissist patient of his. Wendy Malick, Lily Rob, 
it's a great ensemble cast, but it's it's heartwarming, sweet, and I think Harrison Ford is given somebody somebody there loves him because they give him the best lines and the best character to to play. It's also our second of the six that we've covered here at the second Apple TV um, uh, uh, thing. Oh we, right, yeah, yeah. Silo was as well. I yeah. think they had a great year uh, for their. Originals. I think so too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Real quick, this is uh, funny. While you were bringing this up, literally the second you brought up this show. Yeah, I got a group text from my daughter that says, and I'll put it here in the view. Okay. Uh, this is from Taylor. She says, "Have you guys watched Shrinking on Apple TV with Jason Segel and Harrison Ford? It's <laughs> no so way, really it's, just now. Yeah, so freaking funny and great." And Kim oh. replied, "I need I need it then or something." But right yeah. about the time you started talking about this, I get a group text completely unrelated from my family. Yeah. There it is. Well, in good. Discord. Listen yeah. to them and watch it. It's the it's the most heartwarming thing you'll see all year it's so so fantastic nice um second for me i had to switch swap these uh because i had one in parentheses um forgot one of them was a movie not a tv show but justified city primeval so the continuation of the justified series with with uh raylan givens and and um a little bit of uh, your walton goggins in there and um this is a continuation of the obviously the justified tv show Based on uh, Elmore Leonard's novel *City Primeval*, which takes place takes him out of the holler and puts him into Detroit, and uh, which is the home. Uh, if I remember right, in the series full run, it was always the place where the mob was coming from, the yes. drugs were coming from. Detroit was the big nemesis, really, in the back in the background. E- exactly. Yeah. And so now he kind of he ends up in Detroit, um, but less about the mob that he's going after and more about. Uh, this horrendous dude named uh, uh, Clement Manziel, um, Boyd Holbrook, this uh, known as the Oklahoma Wild Man, and he is just evil, <laughs> evil, evil. Yeah, you don't you don't get a lot of Walton Goggins in this, but um, uh, this is excellent, and you get his daughter, like uh, uh, Raylan Givens' daughter, is prominent in this thing, Viv- and it's his real daughter. It's Vivian Oliphant. Oh uh, no way, that's cool. Willa, yeah, playing his actual. His actual daughter. I, I say, his, I, if I, it sounds like I, if it sounds like I haven't seen it, it's because I haven't, and it's annoying to me that I haven't because I, I love Justified, as, loved it. Yeah, yeah, huge um, fan. I've seen that series twice, and and so why haven't you hit this? And and you get everybody uh, from the from the series. Uh, Keith David is in this thing. Uh, I know he wasn't in the regular series. He's a Detroit uh, judge. Yeah. David Cross, uh, David Keckner. Um, Matt Craven, both from the original Justified. Ooh, um, Von D. Curtis Hall, I love him. Yeah, uh, yeah, there's no, there's no, there's no reason for you not to. Well, I can tell uh, you, I can tell you what happened. Kim and I were like, well, let's wait for it to all pile up, and then we yeah, forgot. Right, we just yeah, forgot. That's that's what happens. Yeah, that's what happens. So we'll get back to it at some point. Um, kind of on the same token, I really enjoyed Luther, the Fallen Son. Another, another. Um, kind of last piece of the puzzle. Uh, Luther Fallen Son was a movie as opposed to a TV show, so I can't really count it here. Yeah. And it's not going to be one of my top movies. But but it's one of these things where, hey, let's revisit a character from several years ago and and uh, 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 see what they're doing and give them another challenge. So that's really good. Nice. Uh, my last one, uh, because I had to have a reality show on here, but it's the only reality <laughs> show that I've ever watched that made me feel really good at the end, and that was a show called Jury Duty. 
And the premise is they find this guy and basically do a Truman Show situation with him where they they put him into a jury duty scenario where he's in this group of 12 people and a a court case and a defendant and a prosecutor, everybody, and everybody else is in on this joke, or not joke, but in on this ruse except for him. And he uh, basically they try and... I think they try and break this guy and he's unbreakable. He's like, he turns out to be the nicest guy and bends over backwards to do everything for everybody else. Um, there's a, a James Marsden moment that you'll never forget for as long as you live. Uh, that, uh, that you now will forever associate with James Marsden whenever you see him, anything else, but James Marsden plays himself, but a really, a really horrible version of himself. Hmm. And he's uh, the, so, is the premise he's in the same jury. He's been picked. He's he's another jury member and right. even tries to get out of it with this guy's help and uh doesn't isn't able to get out of it. Wow. But uh jury duty this like if you see if you watch no other reality show and there are a lot of them you should not watch. Uh, you should watch Jury Duty. Jury Duty was originally a Freebie joint in April and then moved, Freebie's owned by Prime, so Prime moved it over into regular Prime, and so now you can watch this thing commercial-free. It's just available if you have Perfect. Good. Good. So that's good. should. Nice. Great list there. Again, Last of Us, Kunk on Earth, Solo, Shrinking, Justified, City Primeval. Uh, Luther the Fallen Sun gets a little mention. A little mention, even though it's not a show. Sure. It's a continuation of a show. We love Idris Elba. Give it to him. Obviously, Uh, we, we stayed away from from new seasons of like recurring shows city prime evil is kind of a, a little bit of a cheat but we didn't do like your honor season two yeah. which was so good oh, it's and, so good and fargo's current season and everything like that one we can't uh we can't do yeah these are all kind of, we're, we're trying to keep it all like hey new shit happened this year so here's what we're talking right. about exactly um, should we should yeah. we do before we do this i think we got the countdown to midnight in bangladesh kazakhstan kyrgyzstan bhutan british Indian ocean territory oh my gosh it's Russia, happening it's happening look at us we're at 10 59 here uh, must yep. be 11 uh, p.m. 50 or 11 at 59 there. Uh, yep. Let's see what happens. Uh, when it, oh, we're almost there. I see the tick. Oh, here we go. 10, 9, nine I don't know if eight, this is really like 7, s- six, five, 5, something, four, 3, two. 2. It's midnight over there. <laughs> great, great choice. Happy. <laughs> Especially to the Bhutanese. To the Bhutanese. Yeah. To the fine folks in Bhutan. Yeah. Reminder, just go to dcstreamathon.com, or sorry, .org, O-R-G, slash donate, and uh, uh, show the kids you love them, okay? You get a little right. extra spending money at the end of 2023? No better place than place to, Here's a great place to spend it. We yeah. better go a little faster through our movies and albums and games, because I still have a trivia game to ask. Yeah, we're going to haul ass here. Here we go. Yeah. Because we right. got like a half an hour, so we're going to hurry. The yeah. TMS top movies of the year I saw. I'll just yes. I'll just list them. I don't have to describe them. Asteroid yeah. City loved it. Yeah, Wes Anderson loved at it. his at his Wes Andersoniest. There oh, is yeah, no dude. more Wes Anderson film than Asteroid City. He had Wes Anderson leaking out of him when he made that movie, and it shows. Yes. and I love it. Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. Absolutely loved it. Great it's choice. my favorite set of hero movies in the history of superhero movies. I love those movies. Yeah. And uh, finally, this is one that's probably not going to be on a lot of lists, but I thought it was wonderful, and I really hope they follow it up. I thought uh, Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves was one of the most fun times I had in a movie this year. So I'm putting that as number three. I loved it. It's great. If you haven't seen it or you think, I'm not a nerd, I don't want to see D&D things, 
You can see it. It's fantastic. Yeah. Gina loved it, and she's never played a game of D and D in her life. So another really good at uh, uh, another really good at at covering both sides of the audience. No, oh, and these, by the way, are things that we have seen. That's the other thing. You might go, wait a minute, you don't have uh, the Scorsese deal on there, oh, right? Yeah, like, where's the Killers of the Flower Moon? Yeah, keep, Maestro. Yeah, keep in mind, we are only going to name things we have actually seen. Otherwise, yeah. what are we telling you? That doesn't make any sense. So that's yeah, why exactly. I've not seen those things uh, yet. All right, Brian, what right. do you got? I saw Poor Things, by the way. It's not on my list. But, oh uh, gosh, poor dang it! I can't wait to see that. It's so good, but I'm gonna. I'm, I'm not going to call it Poor Things. I'm going to call it Tata Land because, <laughs> holy cow. <laughs> Emma Thompson cannot keep her clothes on. Or Emma Thompson. And let's not see a movie where Emma Thompson can't keep her clothes on. No. No, that's fine. It's totally fine. Emma Thompson's lovely. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, <laughs> Emma Stone can't keep her clothes on for that film. Yeah, I need to see it. But it was, it was so good. It was really good. Anyway, all right, my top movies. Uh, documentary for my first one, uh, The Deepest Breath. Mm. This is a documentary about uh, a woman who free dives, which is like going super deep without any sort of air scuba gear anything like that if you liked free solo you'd love this because it's kind of the going the other direction into the water um it's it's fantastic uh tetris this is kind of halfway between a documentary and a bio and a and a fictional film because it's kind of a stylized version of what really happened but but it's closer to facts than uh, I don't know Ridley Scott's Napoleon, for example. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. They didn't uh, uh, this movie. They didn't attack the pyramids in this movie. Fantastic. They did Great. not attack the pyramids. Tetris, really good. And I'm sorry, another Apple TV joint. Spend your five bucks. Come on, dude. Yeah, it's what are you worth it? Ten now, but yeah. It's oh, is it ten now? They went up. Oh, they went up five bucks. Those bastards. Sons of bitches. Yeah. And uh, a last minute switch out. I had Wonka in there, but I realized it is my duty to include a Marvel and MCU film. Uh, because of my uh, fanboy nature yep. with MCU. But Guardians of the Galaxy 3, um, not just my favorite MCU movie of the year, but my favorite MCU movie since uh, Endgame. Wow. They've, you know, they've been hit or miss. Shang-Chi was close to being my favorite, but, but Guardians of the Galaxy 3 um, uh, kind of... For me, and it's it's James Gunn. He knows the magic, and he got ba- things back on track for me with the, uh, the MCU stuff. Nice and not my favorite of the Guardians trilogy, but up there, yeah. uh, tied for tied tied for first place. With so you go, you go Guardians of the Galaxy's movies. You go one three two on that one, would you? I would go one three two. Okay, yeah. two has my favorite moment of any Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy film, which is the Mister Blue Sky opening with Baby Groot. Mm. Uh, mm. That's my favorite scene in not just any guardians movie but any mcu film that that part has me grinning almost tearing up because i love it so much that's that, awesome uh, that's yeah. awesome i am embarrassed to say even though it's very convenient for me to do so i still have not yeah. seen guardians of the galaxy 3 oh really oh my gosh yeah you need it's to. embarrassing i really need yeah. to do it maybe i'll do it you tonight. need to see all three i don't think you've seen any of the three of my recommendations but all three of them are so up your alley that uh that, that they might as well have uh a Scott Johnson film as the title card when they when they start playing. Sweet, I'm I'm looking forward to all three. Um, let's jump to music yep. now. These are the yeah. al- top albums that we heard. Top three. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My first one's going to be uh, maybe confusing to some or maybe surprising, but uh, Zach Bryan with his debut album, Zach Bryan, uh, self titled album, is a, a country album, and it's in the vein yeah. of that New Outlaws stuff, where you know you would take. Uh, Oh, all their names just left me. Tyler Childers, uh, 
uh, uh, Coulter Wall, these kind of guys, young up and comers in that space. They're a lot more grassroots and a lot more uh, bluegrass as a as a result. And I really like that stuff. And I thought Zach Bryan's album was amazing. I listened to that like crazy. Number two for me, and these aren't really in order. Or these aren't like least to best or anything. These are just my top mm-hmm. three. Cracker Island by Gorillaz was got more mm-hmm. playtime than anything else I've played this year. To yeah. the point of now, I kind of can't listen to it for a while. I need a break. <laughs> but I thought Cracker Island was an incredible return to form for Gorillaz. And I thought that that album was amazing and I loved it. And then my last one is a cheat. Uh, it's the first because they haven't released the full album until the 22nd right, right. of next month or of this upcoming month. So I'm not going to get it all till end of January. But the first three tracks that got pre-released uh, over time for Green Day's new album called Saviors is some of the most Green Day ass Green Day you've ever heard. I cannot wait for the rest of this record. I am feeling that 90s punk vibe hardcore right now. Uh, I, I almost mentioned in this list. If I'd have had four, I would have. The new Blink-182 album is also extremely good. Mm. It's just back to what made them great and sounds like what you love about them and feels authentic and awesome. And I love that they're making this music. So if you haven't heard them yet, go listen. Go look for Green Day's Saviors album. And the first three tracks that are out are freaking bangers. I hope the rest of the album is that good. Brian, what do you like this year? So um, mine is going to be, I'm, I'm wondering if anybody's even heard of this first person, somebody, some one of our listeners has, or somebody in our listening audience has, a woman named Caroline Polacek. She is uh, a New York City uh, born, but, but has lived everywhere from Connecticut to the University of Colorado here in Boulder, just mm. north of me, to Tokyo. And all of those influences come through in her music. She, she does this incredible... Um, uh, collection, this incredible melange of all of these different styles. Um, very, uh, if you're if you're familiar with uh, Imogen Heap and Fru Fru and all those, I'd say that it's similar in style to that kind of that indie art pop uh, kind of sound, but definitely alternative pop music. Mm-hmm. Uh, her new album is called uh, Desire. I want to turn into you. And she is fan freaking tastic. This is a late discovery. I just, this was in uh, All Music's recommended albums of 2023. And I'm like, oh, never heard, never heard Caroline Polachek. Put her in my car. And it was one of those where I, like, halfway through the album, clicked the little button at the bottom to say, when you play the last song, play the first song again and and replay the whole album because it's so good. I I will listen to her today after we're done. I've never never heard of this person, but you're speaking my language with what you said. You like my recommendation, like phases and and those kinds of things. So Love it. Female-fronted bands with that sound, that specific vocal sound? Yeah. Nothing like it. Yeah, no, fantastic. Love it. Second one uh, was the album that Apple told me I listened to the most this year, and it's no surprise because it's one of my favorite bands, Crowded House's new album, Dreamers Are Waiting, which sees uh, Neil Finn and two of his sons joining the band, along with uh, Mark Hart and his partner throughout Crowded House, Nick Seymour. Um, it, they've just solidified their sound, and they're just incredible, just uh, completely... Uh, 
no filler on this album. It is good from start to finish. And I don't know, I can't remember how many times I listened to the album, but Apple told me and I, and I was kind of shocked. Yeah. And you have to believe them, you know, Who's, why would they lie to you? Apple, Apple wouldn't lie to me. No. Uh, last one, I had to have a cover album on there. And even though her song wasn't number one in the Coverville countdown, this was my favorite cover album of the year. And it's uh, Juliana Hatfield sings the music of ELO. So previously, Juliana Hatfield had a whole album of, uh, Olivia Newton-John covers, and now she this year put out Electric Light Orchestra. On neither album does she sing Xanadu, so I don't. I have to assume that at some point she's going to release that as a bonus track where she does both Olivia Newton-John and. Maybe yeah, she'll yeah. just do like a Xanadu cover album. Just do the whole Xanadu oh, album. Oh man! Yeah, oh, there's so much garbage on that album. Though, <laughs> I know but, it's so bad. Yeah. My yeah. kid, my Actually, sisters loved that to the point of they had it on all day, every day, nonstop for about oof. three years of my life. That was just. <laughs> Oh, a bad time. It's oh, a bad that's, time. That's horrendous. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. So rough. those are my three. So uh, Zach Bryan's uh, self-titled album, Crack Rolling by Gorillas. 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 Green Day's Saviors, Caroline Polachek's Desire Want to Turn Into You, Crowded House Dreamers Are Waiting, and Juliana Hatfield sings ELO. Hell of a list. Go listen to it yes. all. All right. Finally, our category of gaming. Uh, I went through big time detailed hoo-ha encore. So if you want the real (laughs) nitty gritty about what we talked about there and all the games of the year, please go listen to that. But for now, here's the quick uh, top three. Baldur's Gate 3. Cyberpunk 2077, specifically the Phantom Liberty expansion, which came out this year. Cool. And Diablo 4. Those are my favorite three games that I played. Brian, what did you play? What What did you spend your time with? Here's what I spent probably six months of the year on is completing Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, I I wanted to explore every freaking inch of new Hyrule and and all that stuff and uh, um, absolutely devoured Tears of the Kingdom. It was so good, and I liked it so much more than uh, Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild I loved. Tears of the Kingdom I loved even more. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man 2, no surprise there. Again, I think I have to have a Marvel thing in, in, in my lists here. Sure. Uh, but that, uh, I think may be the, the best Marvel console game I've, I've ever played. It's really, really good for me. It's a, a toss snap. up. It's a toss up between those and Midnight Suns, uh, Midnight Suns. Cause Midnight Suns, yeah. while such a different kind of game, right? The genre yeah. couldn't yeah. be more different. They, oh, that game is good. It's so good. I need to play more, and I'm getting back in Midnight Suns, and and now that I figured out a good way to do it, I'm gonna be doing it as soon as I, uh, as soon as I get some more time. The third one is uh, another kind of new one. Now that Disney's Dreamlight Valley is on iPad uh, as an Apple Arcade, and no, no microtransactions, no paying for things, it is the game. It's it's like it's like um, uh, Animal Crossing. If you like, if you hate Tom Nook, mm, if mm. you if you can't stand paying your money to a uh, freaking uh, Tom Nook, what is he? Raccoon. He's a raccoon. Uh, of see, course, he's raccoons a raccoon. again. Yeah, yeah. Of course, uh, he is. Little bastard. No, pay your money to Scrooge McDuck instead, because <laughs> uh, that's who you're going to be paying to to, to build your house. Yeah. It is. It is. It is basically it's it's uh, Animal Crossing for people who finished Animal Crossing. Uh, you've got the same kind of thing you're picking breaking rocks with a pickaxe you're digging you're fishing you're uh conjuring you're doing all sorts of things you're cooking and uh uh i just unlocked jack skellington so now jack skellington's walking around my village and i couldn't be happier to have jack skellington there i want to hang out with him all day long yeah he's a party animal that guy 
He is. He knows how to get it. Yeah, done. Disney so, Dreamlight Valley is uh, is awesome. Also on Steam, although you you pay yes. you pay a base price for it. There's no micros in that either. But you, you know, the game you buy there um, there you do buy expand. There's an expansion that came out for it, so there's more to buy with with. Um, oh, they have DLC. The Steam version, yeah. but you get that DLC for free mm. with this, and it includes uh, Gaston, Rapunzel, a whole new area to explore and build and and live in. Um, Eve from uh, Wally is in there. Can I murder uh, Gaston? Can I, can I murder him? Can like kill you him? Can, you can put him out in the desert to just die. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I'm doing that. I'm doing that. That's how I'll play. Yeah. So. Uh, well, there you have it. Baldur's Gate 3, Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty, Diablo 4, Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, uh, Legend of Zelda, I guess, Spider-Man yeah. 2, uh, and uh, Disney's Dreamlight Valley, all available to you on some platform or another. Those are our top picks. Now, I understand that Brian has brought a trivia game for me. I have. I did a lot of searching online to say, all right, let me see if I can find some good New Year's Eve trivia questions. And you know what, Scott? Mm. There aren't a lot of good New Year's Eve trivia questions out mm. there. Mm. So I wrote my own. I okay. said, you know, let's. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a dude that uh, knows trivia and can write questions. I'm going to do it my damn self. Ah, oh, that's fantastic. So I did it my damn self. That's great. Here's some um, music for it. This is our New Year's moment. Let's do it. Yes. Uh, So over the years, a number of movies have included scenes that take place on New Year's Eve. Okay. So for 2024, here are 10 trivia questions about those movies. All right. I did did stop after 10. I was going to go 24. I'm like, I can't write. That's a lot. 14 more of these. 24 is a lot. This is perfect because we got 15 minutes left. So this will be perfect. Yeah, this is great. All right. When Harry Met Sally, probably the most famous of the New Year's Eve movies, but in the famous fake orgasm diner scene, an older woman played by an actress named Estelle says the famous line, I'll have what she's having. Mm -hmm. How was Estelle discovered? Oh, jeez. Do you mean the character or the actor who plays her? The actress that played, that played, uh, uh, (sighs) how was Estelle the actress discovered? That's going to be hard. Yeah. I won't. Oh, Happy New Year, Nepal! Oh, Yay, Nepal! Nepal! Wait, why are they on the 15-minute mark? How are they? They can't because they can't do anything. Right? <laughs> they get this big mountain there, and it just screws with everybody's brains. That's right. If you're going to worship cattle, I don't know what to do. All right, I don't know. What to, I don't know how to help you. Uh, all right, let's see. Um, that's where that guy got his hand burned in Indiana Jones first movie, Raiders of Lost Ark. Um, Nepal, okay, yeah. Right. Let's see here. I. I, I'm going to say she, she was found. Uh, just making this shit up. She was uh, she was found uh, at the at the cafe. They just ran into her what while they were cool. filming. Sure. No, she is uh, Estelle Reiner. Mm-hmm. She's Rob Reiner's mother. Oh, shit. Gosh, dang. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's great. Because Reiner directed yeah. that, right? That movie? Correct. Yes. Okay. He's a better director uh, than we give him credit for. That guy's got a lot of hits. He really is. Yeah, and they're working on a new Spinal Tap. And because he's involved, I have faith. Yeah, like all too. the original guys are involved, so I have faith. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, the Poseidon Adventure capsizes on New Year's Eve. Uh, what is the name of the ship in the Poseidon Adventure? Just kidding. It's Poseidon. <laughs> but we're going to go with this. Damn it. What, uh, <laughs> what comedic actor who passed away in 2010 played the ship's captain? And he's best known for a leading role as a detective in a one-season TV show that was followed by a trilogy of films. Oh, uh, uh, um, uh, um. Ow! <laughs> uh, Leslie Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen. That's exactly right. Give yourself okay. a ding. Whew. Got a ding on that one. Very good. Well done. Took me a sec. Uh, four rooms. 
takes place on New Year's Eve. We watched that one for Film Sack. Yeah. And the Robert Rodriguez uh, segment called The Misbehaviors actually takes place when the ball drops. By the way, the uh, the dead hooker in the uh, uh, the mattress was played by a uh, woman who's in a band. And I can't remember the band, but uh, she's, oh. she's a musician. Weird. Yeah. I thought it was going to be Rob Reiner's mom again or something, but all right. That's all right. Yeah. But uh, what actress, who's also better known as a musician, won the Worst Supporting Actress Award uh, the Razzie for her role as one of the witches in the first segment. Oh, hell! I uh, they got a Razzie. Yeah, she got a Razzie. One of the witches. She's an actress, but better known as a musician. Uh oh, uh, that'd have been Madonna. That is correct, Mads. Yeah, I forgot she was in that for a hot second. The music part helped. You helped me with that. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. 1982's Diner takes place after Christmas with five close friends reuniting to prepare for one of their own's New Year's Eve wedding. Uh, name any three of the actors who play the five buddies that reunite for the event. Oh, man. All right. Um, director. Uh, the director's in it and his name's leaving me. Iron Man director. Um, uh, <laughs> Jeez. Hold on. I yeah, got I this. think you're thinking of the movie Swingers. Oh, shit, I am. I'm thinking of Swingers. <laughs> so not John Favreau and Vince Vaughn. Ah, <laughs> oh, crap. All right, well, then now I'm screwed. Have I even seen Diner. Swingers or Diner? And Diner's oh, a... D- Diner's that. a... Um, uh, that's Levin- a... Levinson, Levinson. Barry Levinson, right? Yeah, yeah. Barry Levinson, yeah. All right, I'm just going to guess. Um, sure. Uh, Came out in 1982, <laughs> so pick three actors who were really popular in 1982 for their for their roles in a a movie about dancing a movie about babies and a movie about cowboys all right <laughs> wow uh can i okay <laughs> or a movie about smearing food from a refrigerator all over your partner while you're having sex oh oh i know him the wrestler yeah. um yes uh t- uh <laughs> gosh dang it these names are eluding me today uh he's he's in a million things he was in the first uh uh, expendables he was in uh that one with the shotgun and the vagina movie and the all that and his name is i'm just gonna make names up uh james garner alan alda and freddie mercury were in that movie wow and i would see that movie uh you could have named mickey rourke damn it Kevin Bacon, Tim Daly, Steve Gutenberg, and Daniel Stern. Big old fart on that one. Watch, watch Diner if you've not watched it. It's I've never seen Diner, and I and I've seen every Barry Levinson movie since, yeah. but never seen Diner. I don't know why. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, and and Daniel Stern does a does a thing to a potential love interest, makes her go through something that I've been tempted to make all my uh potential all your, all your love interests well. all my love <laughs> interests go through uh john landis's trading places also takes place during the holidays but features a new year's eve train sequence the commodities firm owners duke and duke make a bet that switches the fortunes of a stockbroker and a street hustler uh dan Aykroyd and eddie murphy right how much does the winner stand in this bet to take in if their side of the bet wins oh my gosh uh it's a round number. I'll tell you, it's a round number. Speaking of Gutenberg, it's uh, Don Amici's in that. And yeah, it he, is. And yeah. Him and Gutenberg oh, yeah, Cocoon, are in Cocoon. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the, the Gutenberg connection. Yeah. yeah. Somehow I remember Don Amici. What the hell's wrong with me? I know. Impressed with that. Good job. Um, I'm going to say $10 million. 
It is one dollar. Oh shit! One dollar. I love that movie. What's wrong with me? I know that. I yeah. should know that. It's been a long time though. <laughs> All right. Uh, Boogie Nights features a New Year's Eve party that nobody will forget, especially William Macy's assistant director character, Little Bill. Mm. What year are they ringing in as Little Bill decides to violently put an end to his wife's extramarital affair? Oh, that movie. Um, that movie. That scene is so freaking yeah, That's really something. Uh, I'll say 1976. Ooh, 1980. They're ringing Damn in. Damn it! They're, they're casting out the 70s and moving into the 80s. Uh, it's, it feels uh, so 70s that you just forget that they're even close to the 80s in that thing. Yeah. Uh, speaking of 1980, here's a movie uh, where here's one where I'm going to ask you to name the movie, and it's a 1980 movie that we watched for Film Sack. A killer calls into a radio show during a live punk new wave concert, announcing that he's going to murder someone as the ball drops in each time zone. Wow, it sounds like the streamathon. What is the name of the movie that we watched for Film Sack where this all happens? Uh, uh, Strange Days, New Year's Evil. Damn it! Why am I so bad today? All right. Uh, All right. Uh, In Snowpiercer, they celebrate New Year's Eve every time the train makes one full trip around the earth and crosses the fictional Yekaterina Bridge. Basically, everybody stops fighting so they can all cheer Happy New Year, and then they resume fighting after they cross the bridge. In what country will you find the Yekaterina, this fictional Yekaterina Bridge? Are you kidding me? (laughs) Um, The name should kind of give it to you. Yekaterina? Yekaterina. I mean, it sounds Italian. Italy? Uh, no, Russia. Shit! Oh, of course, Katerina, like Navratilova, that kind of thing. <laughs> Shit. Also, uh, maybe the second best of the Bong Joon, uh, what is his name? Boon Jong Boon Ho or whatever? Boon Jong Ho films, yeah. Yeah, what would be the first, Brian? What do you think the first? Uh, I'll have to get back to you on that. Okay, let me know because right. I haven't heard it or seen it. Uh, though the movie spans decades, Forrest Gump only has one scene that takes place on New Year's Eve when Forrest tells Lieutenant Dan that he's going to be a shrimp boat captain. Dan says, yeah, that'll be the day. The day Forrest becomes a shrimp boat captain, he'll have what job? An occupation that Gary Sinise almost got to play a year later if it weren't for his character's unfortunate exposure to German measles. <laughs> what? <laughs> um... Uh, uh, let's say go to s- space. Yes! Uh, astronaut. Is that it? Astronaut. Okay, yes. so the only reason I know that is in Apollo 13, there's a whole thing with him being too sick to get in the... Correct. The thing. Yeah, is he's it- exposed to German measles, and so he can't be... Uh, he can't be... Uh, <laughs> he can't go on the, the Apollo 13 mission. I thought it was going to be more like some other very specific I have no legs problem, you know? Like right, right. No, run a race, no. or uh, I don't know, hike a mountain, or something like that. But no, I got it. <laughs> Give myself a Very point. Good. Yeah. All right. Finally, the movie that uh, Tina and I our first our first movie together, even though I was dating somebody else, Ghostbusters Two, oh, uh, another oh. film sack movie. Such a bad movie. Such a bad movie features yeah. the citizens of the newly happy New York singing "Auld Lang Syne" to weaken Vigo and send him back into his painting Port Vigo. <laughs> but uh, before they sing the classic New Year's anthem, they sing what Jackie Wilson song? And I'll be very generous if you get even close to this. They sing what Jackie Wilson song, which gets the Statue of Liberty off her perch on Liberty Island and uh, across the 
the the the bay into New York City. Oh my gosh, Jackie! I can't even think who Jackie Wilson is. Um, oh, soul singer from the sixties, seventies. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, you got, you got, you got what I need. I have no idea. Oh darn! Uh, your love keeps lifting me higher uh, and higher. Damn it! That would, that should have been one I would get, just because I remember I, that the, ending pretty well. That, if you even got close to that, I would have given it to you. All right, well, I, I didn't keep track, but I'm sure someone in the chat saw how poorly I did. Does anyone have a score? I think oh, I got I like three. I got like three of the ten. I think. <laughs> so yeah, pretty good. Twenty uh, percent job here. I did uh, yeah, on the not thing. Bad. That, that was really not good. bad because I, you know, I wrote these a little bit more difficult. I gave them to my trivia team, and they yeah. they enjoyed them. They they did really well. But you know, there's a Jeopardy uh, player and a Who Wants to Be a Millionaire player on my trivia team, so they would do really well. Well, you did a good job writing it, and uh, we knew that would be true. And uh, here's <laughs> here's the other thing we know to be true. We got about five four minutes left, something like that. Uh, you guys need to get over there and donate and help out this streamathon, dcstreamathon.org slash donate. If you go there now, uh, you can be counted as someone who has helped out on the day on the big day. Now, if you don't do it today, you could still do it tomorrow or the next day or whatever. All right. They're going to keep the link live. Yeah. But I just think it would be really cool if your name showed up on New Year's Eve during the actual streamathon as somebody who wants to help kids in hospitals all around the country. Again, that is dcstreamathon.org slash donate yeah all right uh oh 10 minutes until we raid good day internet so we have oh, a little 10 bit of time minutes. all right yeah that's not we, too bad we, we go into the eleven thirty-five then as opposed to eleven thirty. uh best uh okay dungeon murder of course being the best board game oh best card game of all of the year there's no competition well, nobody else came close Dungeon, dungeonmurder.com for details about the greatest card game yeah. ever made. Yeah. But I'm going to throw out two two more recommendations. Uh, Zombicide, Marvel Zombies, Zombicide. Played that over the break here, and it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. So much damn fun. And then we took uh, City of Tokyo up to my 99-year-old grandmother's house, and she was King Kong, the cyber the cybernetic King Kong and <laughs> she loved it. Oh my gosh, she had such a great time. That's awesome. 99. It was a blast. Wow. She's still yeah, she's, still kicking. She is she is as active like if I'm even half as active as she is at 99 I'll feel like I've won. She played she plays golf. She finally thinks she hung up her golf clubs for good this year but she also said that 2 years ago and mm. the year before so mm. uh Wow, that's amazing. Do you think that that uh, so is that the lesson? Uh, if you if you keep golfing and being physical and doing all that business, yeah, you're, yeah. You're she gonna... just she is always active. She, you know, she goes out and has like a bridge club with some friends this day, and then meets other friends for coffee this day, and then she goes to this other thing. You know, she is. <coughs> we we figured out that she basically only has one day a week where she's not doing something. That's crazy. So stay active, people. Because yesterday the- I spent a good two hours on the couch doing nothing. I don't uh-huh. think that's going to contribute to my uh, longevity. <laughs> just don't just don't you know do it seven days. One day is fine, but don't do it seven days. <laughs> that's right. Tonight we're going to a very low key uh, New Year's Eve hangout, and oh, nice. uh, there'll be food and. Some people will be drinking, and Kim's making mocktails for those who aren't. And uh, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna play Dungeon Murder around a table. Cool, very yeah, good. That'll be fun. And uh, the kids all have plans. It seems like it's gonna be a fun, good year for that. Everyone I know is sick yes. except for the people I'm hanging out with tonight. Oh gosh, wow. Good. Yeah, 
Have you? Yeah, my yeah. Uh, crazy neighbor was sick uh, last night, so he couldn't go to the Mammoth game. So instead, Tina and I went. And the first half, the opposing team, the Vancouver Warriors, scored 11 points to the Colorado Mammoth's five points. In the entire second half, they scored nothing against us. We changed out goalies, and uh, we won the game 12 to 11. Oh, my. Uh, beating them in overtime by one point, and uh, it was incredible. That's awesome. What a fun uh, thing to do. Best game I've ever seen of, of the Colorado Mammoth. What a, what a fun yeah. night to do, or a good Eve Eve thing to do, you know? Exactly. And my, my dad, my stepmom are in town. They're staying with us. They're upstairs right now. And uh, uh, we're going to go out and have dinner. I'm going to take them. I don't think they're listening, so I can say I'm taking them to Meow Wolf, oh. blowing their minds with that. And then we're going to come back and probably play board games here. I love that idea a lot. Uh, yeah. Right now, we are 15 seconds away from, uh, let's see, who is it? Sri Lanka and India. Oh, cool. Are about to hit their big moment of... Oh, they're on the, they're on the half hour uh, thing. That's crazy. Yeah, that is. I don't understand how that shit works, but I guess it works that way, and we're here to we're here to just acknowledge that it works that way. So right now, yeah. in just a couple of seconds... There it is! <laughs> Good job, you two. You did it. One of the biggest <laughs> countries in the world, plus... I don't know how big Bangladesh or Sri Lanka is. Probably not as big. Yeah, guessing India's yeah, got I a little. Bit. I don't know how big they are. Yeah, my if I had to guess, you could fit many Sri Lankas inside of a India. Or are they? But they're not all part of the same thing, are they? And I'm going to sound like no, an idiot no, tomorrow. No, no, they're definitely okay. different. It's a different country, but I don't know. Yeah, that's a geography thing that I would have failed at. Is is point out Sri Lanka on yeah, a map? Do it. Uh, all right. That is, uh, I am told, Good Day Internet is live. That means we can send cool. over to them shortly. Have fun with Tom and them. But before we do, a final reminder from us to you to go to dcstreamathon.org slash donate. I keep wanting to say .com. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and do that today. And uh, also, huge thanks for allowing us to, to be here and hang out uh, and be a part of this every year. It's always been always been a good time. Special thought or special uh, shout out to W. Scottis One, who uh, it does a lot of the back end on all this. Yeah. Uh, I know BioCow's involved with a bunch of it. You guys are all awesome and uh, continue to be a great uh, part of our extended community out here. Uh, ooh, Pakistan in 29 minutes. Some regions of Russia. Look at this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Uzbekistan. Uzbekistan. Uz- Uzbekistan. Oh. Yeah. All the stands. French territory. Fr- French. French. French Southern territories. Mmm. <laughs> that sounds yummy. <laughs> anyway, uh, that is going to do it for us. We're now going to send you over there. going to do a quick slash uh, raid. Let's try this, see if it works. Uh, raid good day. Raid good. Uh, see if it worked. Raid has been created. <laughs> All right. Go. As soon as everyone hits signed up, I'm going to hit raid now. And it uh, looks like it's almost ready. Here it goes. Thanks, everybody, for having us. Bye. You're off to them. Now to to you, Tom. Everybody else who's hanging out and listening to us here, thank you for listening. Thanks for being a part of this. We'll be back on Tuesday, the day after New Year's Day, for a proper reintroduction of TMS for the rest of the year. Okay? (laughs) That's right. So uh, we look forward to seeing all of you guys then as well. Uh, Please, please come hang out with us then. We'll be live that morning, of course. And uh, Brian, anything else you want to say before we go? Uh, No. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Get more at frogpants.com. Uh, no, I was going to play something and I've lost my place. Hold on. Here we go. I can definitely see why you like it. Yeah, you play an old favorite. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.